Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jess, is this the part where I just sit here in silence and stare at you while you wait you for an answer? And then we go to a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Yeah, I guess I'm podcasting alone for the foreseeable future. And then I'm going to get unreasonably angry at you um, for things that are stupid. Because You should have went to Yale, Jessica. Oh, my God. You should have went to Yale. I can't wait to talk about these episodes because let me tell you, I have feelings. I have thoughts and feelings. Welcome to season Um, six. Yes. Sexy six. Welcome to season six. We are here. What did you say? <laughs> Nothing. I said, you said something that was supposed to be funny. No, I, I, just, I said sexy six, but like there's oh, no the sexy. No six. one's having. Not, not yet. yet. No sex yet. Um, yeah. Welcome to season six. We've made it. Yeah. We've made it to the college years. Yeah. 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 No college yet, but we're we're waiting. I love. Um, so season six should be really interesting because we have Rachel, we have college mm-hmm. years, uh, we know our characters really, really well now. Uh, so I'm looking forward. We kind of get a new opener 
kinda. Yeah. Um, so I loved back in the day, I loved this. So essentially it's the same song, the boy meets world, blah 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 blah. Um, so it's that. Um the song is still nonsensical if you read the lyrics. You still don't even understand. It's like, that we call life. Remember we talked about it last season. It gets very meta. But if you ignore the words, it's kind of a repeat of last uh, season, except Rachel's in the opening credits now. They All they did was reshoot the video. They kept the same song. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my, my yeah. favorite thing was always back in the day that they switched who dumped water on who. True. And that's the design. That is a little Easter egg nugget. Yeah, that for me was always the deciding, uh, deciding like factor or like realization when I was watching the episodes back in the day if these were college episodes or if these were high school episodes i remember oh, you just waiting watched who was dumping the water which yeah now that i remember that rachel's in the opening credits i feel really really fucking dumb because if rachel's there obviously You're like but i was like always like <laughs> focused on like who's dumping the water who's dumping the yeah. water uh it was revolutionary so- back in the day for me all right, so this is the same theme yeah. with just different, like, stuff happening. Right. So are you putting this at your number one? No, 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 because you know why? Things? It's because I think I think it's number, like, number two, like, or uh, yeah. 1A, because yeah. it was very revolutionary back in the day for me to be like, oh, my gosh, like, such a good song, and they, they look like they're having so much fun. And if you think about it, they were replicating – what they had, which was a yeah, lot it's of a fun. little lazy. It's a little, it's a little lazy, and it's a bit like okay, well, it's not candids anymore, right? Like because he said this. last season it was actually candids, yeah. and now if you'll yeah. now that I know it's candids, and they just replicated it, now it feels manufactured. Exactly, I'm with you. I would put this as like one A, or you know, like two, or you know, however you want to do it. I agree with you. That's our official current season theme song rankings we're sticking Um, to it also before we like dive into because we're we're covering two episodes um today we're covering his answer and her answer um because obviously they go together um but before we kind of jump into the episode general thoughts on rachel's uh rachel being here she's she's here yeah um i will first and foremost this season is the season of part a and part b there are a part one and part two. There's a lot mm-hmm. of two-parters mm-hmm. this season, which is a lot of fun. That means that we really got to double up on episodes at times. But I like Rachel being here. Um, I do think that Rachel's a good addition. I think it's nice having kind of a more balanced breakdown of female and male yes. main characters. Where it's always been... I don't know. It's always been uh, 3-1 or 4-2. Now it's up to, what, like 4-3. It's just nice to have, like, a really well-rounded cast. And on top of that, like, now Jack and Eric's apartment doesn't feel as, like, hyper-masculine as it did before either. It was a sausage fest. Yeah, it's a bit more like feminine energy infused in there. And I love that. 
as a, as a child who was very tall, always taller than all the boys, just always my thing. Yeah. Um, I love to see a tall woman on TV. She towers over these boys, and I love it. I think it's going to be getting going to get really old really quickly. The references, oh, the to jokes, her height. Or yeah. calling her a big lady. Like, I just feel like that's, like, kind of weird. And honestly, uh, like, Rachel's supposed to be our, you know, hot girl. And I just feel like it's strange that we're always going to make references to her. And having the boys chase after her. But, you know, whatever. I think that's still important for Rachel to be Oh, no. Here. I'm... I'm 100% with you. It's not like I'm not really enjoying like the jokes about her height more so that she's super tall. And like when I was a kid and I watched her, I was like, yes, I'm tall, too. It's just like, again, like and I am a, uh, you know, a white woman in America. So I get plenty of representation. Mm -hmm. But like, again, just like a thing that like representation matters. Right. Like you want to see someone who you feel is like you. And on top of that. Girl, her red hair. Yeah. I just love Rachel's hair. I love like that style is so 90s and the one little clip in it. And yeah. The fact that it's just like this fire engine red. Um, love it. Happy that Rachel is now on the show. Um, it's It causes some weird tension in this episode a little bit. But like, you know, beyond the sexual references, which I know are going to get way overplayed. Um, I just I enjoy her presence on the show. And like you said. I appreciate a more balanced cast. It felt very um, lopsided when Topanga was essentially the only Mm -hmm. girl or woman on the show besides like Amy and, you know, Morgan doesn't even count really. Um, And so it's kind of nice to have the friend group as a whole be a little more balanced. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Especially when they start hanging out as a group of seven. Yes. Um, What else did I want to say? I also... Would like to say, oh, yeah, if you asked me two years ago, if the girl from uh, Two of a Kind and Rachel from Boy Meets World were two totally different people, I would have called you a liar. I'd be like, no. You know what? They do have such a similar look. I'd be like, no, you're fucking lying. And uh, Two of a Kind is the, the Mary-Kate and Ashley show. That we watched this year. I swear to gosh, like, same person in my head. Well, I also think Rachel just needs to shove, like, 70 other clips in her hair, and she's good to go. Yeah, she needs, needs more clips. Yeah. Um. All right, let's dive into these episodes, because we have two to get yeah, through today. Lots of, lots of stuff. Um, I am also in love with these new, really self-referential open um, voiceover openings that yeah. Ben Savage yes, is doing. The, I love the voiceover stuff where he's like previously and absolutely unbelievably on Boy Meets It's World. like, can you believe that we did this? I can't, but here we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, love this because obviously we, you know, we left off. You you didn't take very long. You didn't take a very long break. Listener. We don't need to remind so, you. A lot of crap happened. No. A lot of crap happened. Topanga and Corey are going to, you know, they're they're going to get married. And so then they're we start off with them, like, still just sitting on the stage and like everyone else is gone. But Corey and Topanga are still there. And um, 
And I love Corey just being like, this reminds me, it gives me big um, friends energy when like Ross finds out Rachel's pregnant. Like he just doesn't even know what mm. to say. He's very confused. And he's just like, wait a minute. Did I ask you to marry me? And she's like, no, nope, I asked you. Um, and he's like, oh, I thought I'd be the one, you know, to propose. And she's like, beat you to it. Um, and, and I love this. And she's like, if you want to be the one. And he says, no, 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 no. This is the 90s. <laughs> yeah, this is very ahead of its time in a way where she's like, yeah. I'm going to propose to you. And he's like, I'm not going to get like big man on campus about this. You know, you proposed to me and Corey would like Corey's like such a little romantic. Like, I think that um, Corey would totally eat this up getting proposed to. Yeah, this is uh, this is amazing. And so um, he's just like, oh, OK, you proposed. OK, wait, we got to go to a graduation party. And Topanga is just like, well, you know, are you going to like answer me? And he just says, you know, not every guy gets asked a question. You know, maybe I need to like think about it. And so then this is when she kisses him. And then I, I do love him asking. So do you have like a ring for me? Like, what's the deal? Yeah. If you're going <laughs> to randomly propose to me out of nowhere, you best at least have some sort of ring. I don't care if it's remember back in the day. Um, in high school, you would get the Coke bottles, the plastic ones, and then inside there was that little plastic circle thing. And what we did was we made like bracelets out of it. But you can make rings. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? I do, but you, I you, believe in my school, I talked about this on a different podcast. I'm not sure which one it was. I believe at my school, you would like, you would cut them and you would stretch them, yeah. but they were like more um, like, I I could be misremembering, but I want to say they were like if someone did something to someone else, you would get one like in like a sexual oh, way. Yes. So like, oh, you gave I this guy a BJ. Here about you go. This. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. We didn't. Our school didn't do that. We just like to make lots of bracelets. But nonetheless, like, I, you know, you better really present me with something if you're going to propose to me. I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's like a surprise proposal, I understand not having Would something. Would you ever propose to a man? Obviously, you're married and mm -hmm. that was not the case. But I feel as though you probably, knowing you, you probably wouldn't get all hung up on gender um No, I wouldn't norms. at all. I wouldn't care. If I want something, I want something. I'm going to go you for would, it. You yeah. would do that? You would propose to a guy? Yeah, but like I would say like... If I was dating someone and it was serious enough to where I was considering that, we would have already had a conversation about marriage at some point. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't, you know, proposing is like uh, when you're a lawyer, like you don't ask a question you don't already know the answer to. You know, like, oh, it's just, yeah. you shouldn't propose to someone if you don't know they're going to say yes. So, um, yeah, I definitely would. But it also would be one of those things where I wouldn't do it unless I knew they would say yes. Right. But what happens so. if they said no because they would want to do it? Oh, well, I think I feel well, maybe, like I would have already had maybe that conversation. Maybe you wouldn't want to have a partner, a man that wouldn't be open to that. Like, you know, you, yeah, like I it's mean, all like up in arms about that type of thing. Yeah, it's a little bit silly to get so like uh, traditional about um, but yeah, I would, do, I would definitely would do it if my partner were open to it. And I imagine they, they would be then. Yeah, I wouldn't mind doing it. I mean, I don't know that I would, I think when we got engaged, I got Will a watch, 
um like after because i was like it's not fair that i get something and he doesn't i didn't i didn't really like that Hmm. like you know stereotype Mm -hmm. um he didn't want like a ring like an engagement ring like i had so i ended up getting him like a nice watch very Um, nice but yeah uh which i i can't imagine you would ever propose to anybody i i would i because and not because i think that i think that for um women that are interested in that sort of thing i think it's like awesome for them but for me personally i am more of a person that values like tradition and, and the fact that like i'm you know i was such like a girl that always dreamt of like the engagement and like all that stuff so for me it would be more important for somebody to do that for me. But once again, like, I think I also think it's more about the person too. Like there are certain people who would want to be the one proposing and there's certain people who would want to be the ones being proposed to. It's like less about gender in my opinion and more about just like personality type. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. I, I, I think like if you do that, I think you're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, if you have, like, the guts and the gumption, absolutely. Um, And so then they decide, this is, like, so strange, because then they get up, and then they're walking through the halls. And this is when they have their serious conversation. (laughs) And so Corey's just like, listen, I want to be with you more than anything, but you can't give up on Yale for me. And Topeka's like, do you really want me to go to Yale? He says, no. And she's like, then stop. Like, Penbrook's a great school. I'm going to get a wonderful education. And she's like, what is college without this face? And she, like, smushes it. Um, and, uh, she's like, so when do you want to do it? And he says, do what? And she goes, get married. And he says, I don't know. I haven't even had time to think about it. And I'm just like, yeah, I feel like she's pushing him too much at this point. Like it's already pretty wild to propose at your high school, literally on stage at your high school graduation. And then to like push him to be like, let's set a date right this instant is a bit much. Yeah, I felt like it was strange that Topanga in this moment really wanted to fast track this engagement. Um, And I, I still think it's because she's trying to find a reason to justify why she should not go to Yale. And yeah, um. So I, I, I think that this is such like a reactionary response instead of like a premeditated like reasoning. And it's not, you know, people get married young all the time for their own personal reasons. One of the reasons being um, a, 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 like a lot of religious people get married young um, because I know because that's what they choose to do. And it depends. I'm, I'm getting at like Topanga doesn't seem like necessarily like super religious either. No. Um, so, and I don't think it's because like, she just loves him so much that she can't wait. Like I am still pretty firm on the fact that she's trying to justify not going to Yale, which I don't think is the yeah. right reason to get married. Yeah, I'm I'm with you in that. And we'll talk once we get into like the family reactions to kind of like where we stand with that all as well. Um, and uh, and so, yeah. And then again. And so she's like, she's like, how about right away? And Corey's like, what? When? And this again, we'll hear this over this episode and the next many, many times. We've been dating since we were two. It's like. No, you haven't. We've all been here. I know. I get so mad. And it's so stupid that I get so mad. But it's also Beanie's claiming that he's been 
teaching them since first grade, which we know is not true either. The show no. loves to rewrite their own narrative, and it is what it is. But sure. Okay. You've been dating since you were two. You're ready now. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, and so Topanga says, um, oh, do you, you know, think we'll be together for the rest of our lives? He's like, yeah, I know we will. She said, listen, we're not like other people. We're weird. Let's just do it. Plus, I want to have time for our honeymoon before college starts. And I'm just like, girl, are you like listening to yourself? And Corey seems to be in just because like obviously they'll get to have sex on their honeymoon. <laughs> and um, once again, I think that the, uh, that's the only reason why Corey is into this right now. And that's kind of like what I was well, referring to in the fact that um, some people do it for re- religious reasons because – um, because they don't want to have sex they before marriage. marriage, so they but they're yeah. young and they want to have sex. So some people, that's one of the reasons why people choose to get married young. And I feel like Corey's yeah. only reason is he loves Topanga, but if he marries her, then he can have sex on their honeymoon. And in my opinion, yeah. that's what I'm getting the read on. I for. For Corey, for me, I think a lot of it is like the pressure of Topanga, like. Oh, do you want to get married? Should we get married now? Like he wants to please her. He wants he wants to stay with her. He doesn't want her to go to Yale. Saying yes gets her to stay. And I feel like that's more of his um, motive. Motive. I mean, obviously the sex goes along with it. But um, but then she uh, yeah. So then that's when um, uh, let me think. When oh yeah, so. Corey doesn't want to tell their parents right away because, you know, uh, they have a baby coming. You know, I don't think they'd understand. They're incapable of understanding. And he says, I don't think we should tell anyone until we figured out what we're going to do. And again, this is a really big red flag. If you're not not that you need to be thrilled to go tell everyone, Mm -hmm. but like you should want to tell someone. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) the secret keeping is also what was a red flag as to why this was not the right choice for Corey mm-hmm. and Topanga at this moment. Um, and once again, they love each other. No one's like ever doubting that they love each other. It's just that I think that they are doing this for the wrong reason at this moment. Yeah. And then they are. Then, I feel like yeah. very bachelor of us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for the wrong We're not reasons. here for the right reasons. We're here for the wrong <laughs> reasons. So, yeah, Corey doesn't want to tell his parents. And then, like, I mean, who knows where freaking uh, Jedediah and Penelope or whatever the fuck his, her face is. Like, yeah. And and that's the thing. So Corey's just like, OK, we won't tell anybody. Promise you're not going to tell anybody. This is our little secret. And Topanga says, oh, I like this. It's like Romeo and Juliet. And I'm like, girl, do you know how that ends? <laughs> uh, she does know because they literally in the pilot episode, they covered that and then they covered it again yeah. in junior year of high school. So or seniors. ridiculous. They do know. Um, I, I mean, also Topanga loves a role-playing moment. We know that. She loves to she, does. she loves to be like they're kind of like Amy and Alan where they want to be like <gasps> hanging out at the hotel by like Shavon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so and then Feeney comes around and he's like, Congratulations, you two. And then like typical Corey is just like spiraling and he's like, He knows. Oh my god, he knows. Uh, Topanga has to ground him and be like, uh, we just graduated. That's what he's congratulating on. But Corey's a little yeah. sus. He doesn't believe Feeney. He thinks that Feeney's on to him. You know everything, George, don't you? 
Yeah, I love this. I I love whenever Corey is um I this feels so terrible to say, like anxiety ridden. Yeah. Like when he's like in a panic, it's it's really entertaining to watch. Yes. Um and I he just gets on, he's like, Oh, you know, you know, you know, and I know. I don't know how you know, but I know that you know. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about where season six is where they really know their characters because we kind of talked about this in our wrap up and throughout last season. Um, Ben Savage really knows uh, uh, Corey, but also knows his own comedic timing. So I think that he's really in his element now and he's able to riff and do these comedic moments where he knows it works for him and he knows it works for the character of Corey. Absolutely, I'm right there with you, 100. percent He he knows how to do these moments so well. Yeah. Um. So this is really funny. And so then, uh, and so then Corey like Tabanga's just like leaves, and he's just like, if this gets out, I'll hunt you down. And so they run away. Um. And then we're at uh Sean, Jack, and Eric's apartment, and um and and so Corey's just like. Uh, or sorry, excuse me, Sean already knows that Topanga asked him to marry her because he was sitting right there. And so we kind of get like the tell me more, tell me more grease mm. moment where we have uh, Angela and Topanga in, you know, talking and then Corey and Sean talking and obviously very opposite opinions on this whole thing. And so um, obviously I, I imagine that Topanga actually told Angela that Angela didn't already know, but maybe she overheard too. Or you know what? Sean told Sean, Angela. Yeah. <laughs> Sean told Angela. Sean Sean was right there. Like I don't understand yeah. why they're surprised that Sean knows. It wasn't exactly like they were whispering. Um, and so, yeah, so then we get, uh, Topanga saying, like, I love him. I want to be with him until he dies. You can't tell anyone, not even Sean. Oh, so she must have told him then. Never. Well, unless she thinks it doesn't matter. Um, and so then, uh, yeah. So then we find out Corey, Sean is just like, I was sitting right next to you. I heard everything. And Angela says, that's why he looks so scared. (laughs) And Topanga says, I don't think he was scared. He was just flustered. And Corey is then, of course, saying, I was a little flustered. No, he looked, he Um, looked scared. He looked scared. He did. He looked like, and it's shocking. It's shocking. So I can, I can imagine but yeah, like he crapped himself a little. Yeah, and I I love this because Angela again. I have never been happier that I gave her my MVP point last season because the girl knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. She is out here in like a freaking cyclone trying to steer everyone and everyone's just like doing wild things around her she's like i love this line girl at our age we're supposed to be having fun not getting married what (laughs) idiot doesn't know that (laughs) i know but then we get the juxtaposition of sean being like marry her marry her right now you know you can't do anything any uh, you can't do any better than her uh you guys have been together forever nothing is gonna change like marry her now well, and he makes the good point of you'll get presents. Oh, yeah. Um, so is that um, as so, somebody yeah. who is married, uh, was that the best um, reason to get married, to get the presents? So for us, it was a little different um, because we had to have. So I find that normally you get like 
presence presence more at like a bridal shower right. which i know not every country does but in the u.s it's super common to have a bridal shower and you usually just get not just get i shouldn't say it like that you usually get money at the actual wedding itself um not like a physical present so we did like a virtual bridal shower because we got married in 2020 and the world was definitely not safe enough to do an actual one. Um, so that was just a little bit of a different experience. I mean, it would have been uncomfortable no matter what, I guess it's worth it to get the presents. It is fun doing the registry. I had my heart set on getting one of those little guns and going, that sounds weird, laser guns Mm -hmm. and going around the store and like getting to scan everything. They don't actually have those anymore. You have to like use your phone. And it, I was so disappointed. Whoa. So Yeah, I want the presents. Yeah. I really want a Jimmy Buffett um Margaret Margarita Ville machine. What? <laughs> Speechless. <laughs> I don't even I pretty sure I have seen that and when I saw it I was like who would buy this and now I have my answer I really want <laughs> it isn't it like $300 yep. it's a, isn't it a blender tell me how it's different than a blender uh the ice goes on the top and it makes it slushy so it's a slushy machine yeah essentially yeah like for, for margaritas yeah okay no further questions your honor um but yeah, uh, presents are a fun thing to get. I would argue that people who are going to be dorming in colleges don't necessarily need to be registering for, uh, you know. But they do need stuff. dorm stuff. Right. But usually, I mean, I guess it depends on your situation. Like, I feel like Corey's parents have plenty of money to be like forking that <laughs> plenty, up over there for that. Plenty, of money, plenty of money. I, plenty of money. I got to say, I loved dorm shopping. That was some of my favorite moments ever. <laughs> was shopping, going to the old Bed Bath and Beyond, going mm-hmm. around picking up my college stuff, yeah, my sheet, my yep, mm-hmm. yeah. that was the that was the best. I, it's like back to school shopping, but on a whole other. Yeah, level. it was so good. Loved it. Um. So yeah. So Corey needs a toaster, but he's just like rushing into marriage is too overwhelming. High school's ending, college is starting, and Sean says, "And you're scared to tell your parents." And he's like. Well, I see no reason why they ever have to know. Um, and so then Sean is just like, well, I've got news. And he's like, what? We're not done talking about me. How selfish <laughs> are you? Never been more convinced Corey is a Leo. Than this <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. How dare you bring something up that's not about me? Yeah, it was so great. Um, so Sean says he's gonna he's going to college. Like this is big news that I feel like is kind of shoehorned in. I mean, they needed to do yeah. it, but like it feels like a blink and you miss it kind of moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is a a bit. And his reasoning, he was saying that he you know loves his job, but uh, you know life is not about taking pictures of naked women. And I felt like that was really big of him. Yeah, I I love this. He's he's decided he's going to go to college, and not only that, they're gonna be roommates. Well, he wants them to be roommates. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, they yeah. That's the whole thing is that he wants to be roommates, and so this is when we get um Jack and Eric coming out of the elevator, and Sean announces it. And uh, Eric, of course, of course, like because we're in this phase of Eric, he's just like, oh, there's no more life than naked ladies. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so there's this whole exchange between Jack and uh, Eric of like, oh, be supportive. Oh, who cares? Um, and so then they're just like, uh, oh, you shouldn't. You don't move out. And Sean's like, oh, I have two whole months. Don't worry. You have plenty of time to find a roommate. And they're all like, we have strict requirements. Mm-hmm. So strict. And of course... We meet another woman coming out of that same it's apartment. Same it's really nutty. It's the revolving door. But yeah, out comes Rachel, who just happens to be breaking up with her boyfriend at that moment and needs a place to stay. Um, I think this is the best thing for Jack. And I'll tell you why. Sean, love him to death, has been freeloading and he hasn't been giving rent money to Jack. Now Ah. it's finally going to free up some of Jack's expenses and he's going to be able to have somebody pay for that room in the apartment. This is true. This is a solid point I had not thought about that. Now there will be a third paying member of this group. And on top of that, what I find hilarious is that Rachel shouts at her boyfriend. I gave up a scholarship to Yale. And I'm like, how many people getting scholarships to Yale? Like, all these people getting scholarships to Yale. <laughs> I don't think that Rachel should have given up. I never heard that Topanga got a scholarship to Yale. Oh, no. What I just mean, like, a lot of people go to I know, Yale I know. A lot of people could have gotten to Yale. Um, but, yeah, a little bit of a, par- a parallel. But she decided to move to Philly. Um, so, yeah, Eric and Jack right away see her. They note that she's pretty. They note that she's tall. Mm-hmm. Dad, a lot of woman. I hated that. Is what, uh, that was Jackson gross. Is. Yeah, it is gross. Um, and so, yeah. And so they're all like, oh, you did such a great job. And I support you. And she's just like, I thought we loved each other. Now I don't have any place to say. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, and of course, this is when we see. I do, I do love this scene of them just chucking all of Sean's things out into the middle of the hallway and Rachel is going in and Sean's just like, what the hell? I have like two whole months until school starts. And Jack's like, well, we found someone who meets all our strict requirements. Um, And Sean says, I'm going to have to tell this guy he can't move in until I'm ready to move out. And of course, Rachel is already in a silk robe. She walks out, asks for some toothpaste, and Sean is just like, "Yeah, I get it." And he throws his own <laughs> stuff out, and then they throw him out. The yeah, door. it was a really funny moment. He was just like, "Yep, you know what? I I don't need you to explain to me. I'll figure it out. I'm out the door." Yeah, really, uh, really nice of Sean to be honest. I mean, like, and the thing is, is I don't know that we get confirmation of where he's living because of all the Topanga Corey drama. Like, is he staying with the Matthews? Where, where is he living? Is he back at the trailer park? I don't know. I have no idea because in the gosh, is it the second episode? He comes in at like three a.m. and I'm like, yeah. where are you coming from? He's definitely back at the trailer park. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, then we get, uh, the, the two couples going into the Matthews house and, um, Corey stops Topanga and he's like, you didn't tell Angela, right? She's like, of course not. Uh, and he's like, she was shooting me nasty looks at dinner. I almost didn't enjoy my pudding. (laughs) Why is Angela mad at Corey? I don't know. This doesn't make any sense because. I'm trying to think back to the Angela and Topanga conversation. Does she think Corey proposed? I mean, she would be incredibly incorrect if that was the case. 
Yeah, I don't understand why she's pissed at Corey. Of anyone she should be pissed at, it's um, it's Topanga. It doesn't make well, sense. yeah. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, Sean spent dinner winking at Topanga. Yes, that I thought was hilarious. Which is, <laughs> and he's like, oh, "I would never. I know how to keep a secret." And he's like, "Just act natural when we walk in." Um, and so they walk in and uh, Alan's immediately like, oh, Sean told us the big news. And he's like, you told them? And then Topanga says, you told Sean? He's like, of course I told Sean. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. of. This is a very chaotic scene. Uh, yeah. So basically we have a little bit of back and forth. Um, and then Alan and Amy are finally like, what is happening? You better tell me right now. Um, yeah. And Corey tells stammers and is trying to spit it out. But Topanga says, Corey and I are getting married. And Alan blows up like he normally does. And um, I, yeah, this is when he's the one who says, are you out of your minds? And Amy says, why? Just why? And this is where Sean jumps in. And I just feel like if I'm Sean, like I am getting my whole entire body out of this. Like leave. Yeah. Angela and Sean need to leave in this moment. I thought Amy was or, like. Or honestly, just like stand back and like watch it all go down. But regardless, don't jump in. Do you think, what do you think that Amy was thinking in of this moment? Because I was thinking that she probably thinks that they're pregnant. Oh, interesting. She's like, why? Because right, she does ask why. That's a very specific question. I mean, I kind of get it, though, because that's my first question, too, is what? Why? now? Or it's more like why now? But still, why? why? Um, she maybe she does think that, but I don't think that she thinks that they've had sex. So I she, I think it's an honest why. why. And she, yeah, so Sean says because they love each other. And Angela says, Angela, speaking her words of wisdom, as always, says, that's not a reason. They're too young. Yes, ma'am. Yes, they are. This is my favorite line from Alan. You can't even clean up your room. And Corey says, I'll get to it. I'm going to get to it. Yeah, this is what every person says about their room. Every teenager says about the room. Uh, And Amy says, you'll wait until you finish college. And Alan says, of course they will. Sean says, they haven't decided anything. And Alan says, whose idiot idea was this? And I'm just like. I don't think you should be asking that. Yeah, well, Corey takes the fall for it. He goes, mine. It was my idiot my idea. It's my idiot life, and I have the right to decide if I want to be a married idiot. And Topanga is like, I asked Corey to marry me. And then Corey is like, don't yell at my fiancé. Amy it, like turns it onto Topanga and is like, Topanga, I thought you made um thought you had more sense. And then Morgan's like, we got to get you know we pay this girl a thousand dollars an episode. We better give her one line. Yeah, right. They're like, time to give Morgan her signature line of the episode. Um, and she's trying to give some like comedic relief. And so Amy asks, have you thought of the responsibilities you're going to have? And Angela says, no, they haven't. They haven't thought of anything. And this is when Sean's like, "Okay, let's stay out of this. And Angela says, no, these are our friends. How can you let them ruin their lives? And Sean says, they are not like us. They're hopelessly in love. Yeah, that's a really quite a mouth moment. Like, what did you even Mm -hmm. mean by that? Um, Big time. Yeah. Amy says, we pay for your food, for your clothes, for your phone, for your car insurance. I didn't realize that Corey had a cell phone. Good for you, Corey. I didn't think so either. Does he have one of those um, Saved by the Bell ones? I don't know. I've never seen Corey's cell phone, but apparently he has a phone. 
Um, and Alan's like, can you handle all those expenses? And Corey makes a good point, I guess. He says, you guys got married when I were in, you were my age. Um, and Alan's like, I was a dope. Um, and then, you know. Yeah, this also was a little, I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know. Do we know that messy. Amy and yeah, did we know Amy and Alan um, got married this young? I think that I knew that they got married really young. But were they, like, pregnant with Eric? I'm trying to remember how old I can't remember. They they, yeah, it's been yeah. talked about before in the first or second season. Yeah. I just can't remember. But. Yeah, but regardless, Alan then, of course, tries to backtrack because he thinks he's in trouble with Amy. And he's like, what I'm trying to say is you're going to miss out on a lot. And um, and Alan says, you think you know what you want from life. You think you've got it all figured out. Well, things don't always turn out the way you plan. So if you're going to do this, you better prepare to make sacrifices. Like what? And Amy, terrible timing, asks, what sacrifices did you make, Alan? And then, of course, Angela's pissed at Sean. And so everyone's fighting. And Corey and Topanga just leave. Which I think is the best move. Like, let these people sit in their own mess and just get out. Yeah. This was, like, very messy. So I feel messy. like not that, like, it's it's one of those things where, like, they're not expecting it. So how do, how, what's the appropriate reaction? And how are you supposed to get there in a short amount of time? Yeah. Um, but this is, yeah, but this is when Corey says, uh, this is our lives. Nobody's going to tell us what to do. Come on. We're getting married. So they're going to freaking elope. This is wild. Um, and so, yeah, this is when, uh, this is when everybody is just like yelling yeah, at each other. Uh, they're gone. Yeah. Eric actually, I think gives a really good advice in this moment. He says, first he mm-hmm. says, I think that you get married and everyone's like, shut up. But he's like, uh, well, the chances that Corey are going to find a woman like Topanga is one in a million, but uh, that's not the problem. <laughs> that's not the good advice. At one point, he says something along the lines of, um, you know, we have to support them in the moment because they're going to do what they want to do and we might as well be there to support them. So I actually think that out of everything, Eric made the most sense in this whole argument situation. Yeah, yeah, he said, he does say, in a few years, she's going to get all dried up, get all wrinkly. You might as well grab her while she's still smooth. Okay, that's some bad um, advice, but he gets no, there it's eventually. All yeah, and so then they're like, well, they're not here anymore. And so then we see they're in the car, Corey's driving, and Topanga's like, are you sure you want to do this? And he says, we're in the car. She's like, yeah, but you're not doing it because your parents are against it, are you? And he says, it's my life. I'm going to decide what I want to do. And like in this moment, that's absolutely what he's doing. He's eloping because his family doesn't agree with him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, screw it. We're going to do this on our own. And uh, and he says, uh, right. So she says, what happens when you get to college? You see everyone meeting each other and dating and having fun. Are you going to wish you could be doing the same thing? He's like, well, didn't face me in high school. And I think this is so uh, spot on that Topanga says you had your heart set on this big romantic wedding. That makes sense that Corey would be dreaming of like his wedding, you know? Yeah. Corey is um, definitely the romantic out of the two of them. And he probably mm-hmm. he probably has the Monica Geller wedding binder himself. Yeah. And this is uh, and so he says, 
Uh, it's, you know, it's nothing more romantic than sneaking off to a quiet little wedding chapel in the country. Uh, and he misses the exit and she, she tells him and he's just like, stop hounding me, <laughs> which we're like, oh, there we go. We knew we, we knew he's not really ready. Yeah. Yeah. There is. There's so there. This is just like such a tension filled episode. Everybody's making really emotional decisions. Um, the, they're deciding to get married now because his parents said it was a bad idea. Yeah, exactly. This is so silly. And so Amy says, like, oh, we did say some awful things. And Alan's like, no, we were telling them the truth. They probably just went to think things over. And Eric says, I bet they eloped. And Alan doesn't think so. He doesn't think Corey would do that. And Sean says, I know him. If he's forced to choose between anything and Topanga, it's no contest. Um, And this is when Amy reminds Alan that uh, when we told your father we were going to get married, what did we do? And Alan says that was different. He was stubborn, totally set against it. And then he's just like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Like he has this realization like, yeah, that's exactly what we did. Yeah. And so, yeah, this is when um, this is when Eric says, uh, maybe you are responsible. In fact, I know you are with with the bickering and the lecturing. He says we have to support them and accept this marriage. We can't push them out of our lives like we push them to elope. They love each other and they belong together, just like me and Rachel. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What a way to end that. Actually, decent speech. Yeah, I know. It's I think of anything. Eric is an idiot savant like he is a moron but then he comes up with these like really insightful things sandwiched in between yeah. bullshit so at least we can have yeah. that um she, then he's like yeah like rachel's my beautiful new roommate she's back in the apartment now with jack and then he's like oh no like what happens if they start to like each other and he runs off to stop that yeah i feel like eric because he doesn't think about things he also can't overthink things and therefore sometimes he just like it's like that saying like the broken clock is right twice a day once in a while he's gonna get something right uh and he is pretty like um i'm trying to think like he knows Corey really well as well and he's like a similar age so i think he can get it more than his parents can too and so amy is like oh my gosh it's all our fault and then we go to the chapel they go to like this dude's house, Judge Bemis, and they're like, "Oh, we talked on the phone," and he's like, "Oh, come on in." They're what? 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 They're gonna get married in these randos' house? I absolutely. Apparently, this is this dude's side gig that he does random elopements. This is hilarious. And on top of that, I love how he says, "Like, oh, it's the girl with the uh, nutty name," and he's like, "This is um, this is <laughs> this is my wife." Fufufta. <laughs> One of our friends calls me Foofy. Foofy is actually a really cute nickname. Yeah. Uh, and she's just she's just like, uh, oh, they're so young, Henry. Uh, he's like, she balls like a baby every single time. Uh, and they're doing this like super late at night. He's uh, he's like, oh, we can't be choosy. Everybody wants a big wedding. Come on in. Nobody ever wants to elope anymore. Um, and so I love this because to make us like, well, I do, right, Corey? Uh, she's like, Corey, say I do. And he's like, what, already? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so we're back at the apartment, uh, and, uh, Jack is talking to Rachel. He's like, Sean and I are really different people. We're brothers, and there's nothing we wouldn't do for each other. 
Um, and then we beat each other up. And Rachel agrees, like her and her sister are the same. And he's like, well, if you're ever homesick and you want to wrestle. And she like throws him down and gets on top of him. And this is when Eric comes in and he just like screams, of course. Um, and he's like, that's right. She's sitting on me. And Rachel's like, oh, I just fooling around, you know, like, I don't know. None of this. I, I do like Rachel, but none of the like tension of the three of them really worked for me. Yeah. In these, these, these I mean, episodes. I think it's kind of interesting because in my opinion, Rachel is fully aware that these two guys are drooling over her and certain things that she does absolutely makes them go wild and crazy and compete over each other in a way I think that she likes it um but uh, if we have to if that's not the case and she doesn't know that they're both crushing on her then it's like like then she's dense I don't know what to say yeah yeah it is very silly. It's all very, like, obvious. And I feel like it should be obvious to her, too. Um, and uh, and so, yeah. So he's just like, I was putting out a crisis. Uh, he starts talking about Corey and Topanga. And he's like, I calmed everyone down. She's like, how did you do it? And he said, I said, calm down, you. <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, and then he talks about, oh, I told them to accept the marriage because it's going to push them out of their lives and make them hate our guts. And she's like, oh, that's so romantic. Uh, and so, yeah, and he's like, oh, she's sitting on my lap in here. And he like taps his head. Um, and then, uh, she's like, oh, you guys are so terrific. Being with you makes me realize what a creep my boyfriend was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, so she says she always feels the need to have a man in her life. I always choose the wrong one. This is why I'm so lucky I found you two. And it's just like, okay. well, then she kind of like puts it to bed here. She's like, I'm just so happy that we can have a platonic friendship. Yeah, I yeah, exactly. Like she says it right here. So she and it's so it's kind of like, like she like, tries to put it to bed. But then she like kind of like teases them a little bit afterwards. So it's kind yeah. of like. I'm not totally sure if she just likes the attention and doesn't mind them fighting over her or if she's really trying to be like, yeah, I'm not interested. And that's that. Yeah. It's kind of confusing because she then says, yeah, she's like, oh, it's such a relief. We don't have to do with all that, you know, sexual tension. We're going to be just like girlfriends. And so, yeah, they she leaves. And at this point, it's the guys who are being stupid because they should have realized, like, what that means but instead they're like oh they bathe together they sleep together they see each other naked i don't know why all men think that women just walk around naked all the time doing pillow fights but that's not the reality of the situation but in the reality of the situation is apparently jack and eric do that already together so yeah that is true they do which i thought was funny um how do we feel about like the possibility of having in this day and age if this was made now eric and jack end up together oh that'd be cute i think so i think it would work yeah not that i don't love platonic male bonding um but i feel i think it's a possibility i'm gonna keep an eye on that as we get uh further into this season um and so yeah then we're back at the matthews in Beanie is there and Amy's like oh my gosh I came down way too hard on them I made them do it 
And Alan's just like, no, I jumped all over them. Corey stood up to me like a man and I shut him down. And Sean's just like, Corey came to me advice. I, I, he wanted me to tell him to wait. And I told him to go ahead and get married. And Angela, everyone like looks at her and she's like, I said all the right things. <laughs> yeah, good for Angela. <laughs> Love this for her. Um, and yeah, this is when Feeney says, you can't tell them what to do. I've been trying to do that since first grade. I tried to separate their desks and she kicked me. He bit me and some little punk set kept saying, leave them alone. They should get married. And of course it was Sean. The tension for both of them. You can't bite Mr. Feeney. That's not right. No, never. Um, and so, yeah, he says, your advice came from a good place. Corey and Topanga aren't in the first grade anymore. They made their decision, and I think they'll be fine because they've been well brought up. And Alan says, and well taught. And Sean says, I've done the best <laughs> I can. Yeah. And Amy's really sad because she wishes she could be at the wedding. Um, and so, yeah, so this is when we get the actual, like, wedding ceremony. Uh, and they start oh, they start the whole ceremony and uh and so yeah there Corey says oh yeah i do and topanga um we she just stands She's there frozen. and then of course we get the and yeah, then it's a cliffhanger can you believe it topanga brought Corey all the way here and then pulls this stunt more in a second about um, that yeah, we'll get into that. Um, but of course, we're going to to be continue this podcast after a quick word from our sponsors. We'll be right back. A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Okay, we're back. <sighs> Time to move on to her answer. More self-referential opening credits. I loved this. In case you didn't see last week's Boy Meets World, here's why I have this look on my face. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. I think that it works really, really well. I think it does, too. Um, and so, yeah, so he's like, she keeps, Topanga just keeps going, I, I. And Corey's like, do. And she goes, I. And he's like, we got the I. We're looking for do. <laughs> I once again, I think that uh, Ben Savage does a really good job comedically in these moments. Yeah, I'm here for it. I I agree wholeheartedly. I love it. Um, and uh, and so yeah, she's like, okay, let me try this again. And he uh, he's like, now we're cooking with gas. Uh, and she goes, I. And then of course, Corey and Foofy both and and the judge all go do. And she's like, I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, Corey's just like, oh, you hate to see that. <laughs> Oh gosh. Um and yeah, and so then Corey's like, you know what's funny? She's the one who asked me. Yeah. Foofy um, and Judge 
feminists are probably floored. They're like, we cannot believe this happened. Yeah, who would have thought two teenagers going to get married? It doesn't end up happening. Shocker. Yeah, so they're in the car driving back, and um, Corey is pissed. He's like, boy, I'm sorry my family missed that. Um, and she goes, um, I don't know what to say. Do, you know, do. It's the first half of your favorite word, don't. Um, yeah, and he's, that was a good she's line. like, I don't like your tone, and he, you know, he's pissed. He's like, I drove a thousand miles here, and you don't like my tone, and you know, I think it's fake. I don't know, like, I think it's fair for Corey to feel like a little, like, thrown around in the situation. Like, yeah, she proposed to him, then she was very insistent that they get married right away then she was like let's tell your family or like let's go meet up with your family and then they're like let's get married right now like but also he and she never said like you know what this is not a great idea she went along with it um so like i can understand why she feels like he feels like you know you we're the one that initiated all of this and I didn't even start wanting it until you kept bringing it up or like you did it. But um, also it's never fun to see like Corey yell to Panga. No, it's not great. I think that like Corey, I'm with you. I think Corey being upset makes sense. Um, Especially because it's, like, also kind of embarrassing. Granted, they don't really know uh, Judge Bemis and Foofy, but still. Um, I can understand him being upset, but I also think, like, she's well within her right to say no if she's not comfortable. Um, so it's kind of hard. It's, you know, I don't want him to be, like, angry at her, but I get why he's frustrated. Um, and so now Alan and Amy are waiting up. It's the middle of the night. And Amy says, we raised Corey so carefully. We taught him everything we know. We did the best we could. And we disagree over one thing. And then he's gone. And Alan says, he's not gone. He's a good kid. He'd never get married without us. And she asks if he's sure. And he's like, ah, ah, not really. But what the heck? We're having another one, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah, the the first three are throwaways. This one's the one that will work out, I'm sure. And then we'll get into this in a little bit. But Amy does say, don't you do anything without your mother, okay? And I'm just like, okay, so now they're pushing the whole reasoning behind Amy's uncomfortable with them getting married. Isn't because, I don't know, they're young. It's because she's jealous. I hated this part of the storyline. It was so stupid to me. Yeah, I thought that the her being upset because they're rushing into something made a lot more sense than her losing her little boy. But okay. Yeah, um, yeah, it was, it was stupid, but okay. Um, and, uh, and so then Alan is just like, come on, let's go to bed, all right? It's quarter after three. Only creeps and weirdos are up now. In comes Eric. Yeah. Uh, love it. I love the creeps and weirdos scene. It reminds me very much of the How I Met Your Mother bit of nothing good happens after, what, 2 a.m.? Yes. Yes, that is the thing. Yes, yes. Um, and this is just funny because then he comes in and he's just like, eh, I couldn't sleep. You know, there's nothing on TV. Uh, he's like, what are you guys doing up? Only people up now are creeps and weirdos. And then comes Sean and Sean is just like 18 years. I'm his best friend. I raise him right. Teach him everything I know. 
Uh, and uh, Amy's like, I thought you wanted them to get married. He's like, not without me. I'm the best man. And Eric's just like, mm, I thought I'm the best man. That's why they eloped. They couldn't choose between. Who's the best? Who's I mean, there's without a doubt, it's going to be. Um, it's. It's, it's going to be Sean, who's the best man. Yeah. I could see Corey pulling a, like, two best no, men situation. I mean, why would he? I could see it. Because he doesn't want to hurt Eric's feelings. I, I don't know. Cry me a river, Eric. <laughs> anyway. So <laughs> then. <laughs> uh, and Sean is just like, no, they eloped because your parents tried to tell them what to do. And so they drove up to the Justice of the Peace up north. At least that's what he said in the machine. And Alan is just like, wait a minute, you got a message from him? Did he actually get married? And Amy's all pissed off. She's like, I'm keeping my knees together. This one's never getting out. Oh, okay. Sean does ask, can I crash on your guys' couch? I don't want to be up this late with all the creeps and weirdos. So there we go. Now we get an answer to like. like, So he just wanders the streets up. This is incredibly sad. It is sad. (laughs) I think that's what he's doing, though. Um, and so, uh, and so of course in comes Feeny because he's been waiting on it. He's a creeping weirdo too. Yeah. He's like, I couldn't sleep. He's like, all the lights are on. Everyone's yelling. Eric, (laughs) Eric parked his car in my garden. Eric, you're ruining his azaleas. We've been through this before. He doesn't care because why does he care? Because Feeny's moving. Well, I mean, it's it's all about the, it's all about the curb appeal. And Eric, of course, is like, oh, what do you care? You're moving. Go ahead and retire, Feeney. Take care of yourself. It's what you're best at. And I do love Amy being like, he taught for 40 years. <laughs> he needs to let go of Feeney. Feeney needs to retire in this moment. Yeah. He can't do it, though. He can't do it. He loves Feeney. Uh, and Feeney's just like, Eric, when someone you care for makes a cons- uh, considered decision to change his life, then those who do care should offer their support and respect his decision. And so then Eric gives him a hug. You know, he loves it. Uh, and Alan's just like, you know what? You're right. We should accept what they've done and do something to show our support. Um, and so then Feeney's just like, oh, I was talking about a going away party for me. <laughs> please, like, yeah, you know, just get poor Feeney a going away party. Please. The man deserves some respect. He does. He does. So then, of course, Feeney's all upset because he's like, I thought you were I thought you were not going away anymore. What the heck? Um, and so then we're back and Corey back on the highway and Topanka moves the rear mirror. I don't know why, because don't all cars have that little mirror in the thingy that comes down? The little, the uh, little they come down, thing? but not all of them have mirrors. Uh, OK. Um, and so he gets all pissy about it. She's like, sorry, here you go. And he looks, he's like, well, now I can see if there are any cars coming at my crotch. And just like, all right, Corey, don't be a well, dick. Well, now, now he's being now a he's dick. Turning. Now he's being a dick. Yeah. yeah. You can you can have and, your little bitch fest for the first, like, 30 minutes of the drive. But then don't, like, continue to You got to build a bridge and get over it. Yeah. Like, especially if you're going to stay together. You can't. What are you doing? Yeah. He's being a real asshole now. He is. And so um, this is when... Uh, he's like, we ran out together. You know what we did? Nothing. Our big dramatic moment. You know what we did? Nothing. And this one is like, I don't care. It's not right to run off because we think we have something to prove. When we get married, I want to have a big cake. I want doves. And Corey's just like, you know what? You're right. Marriage should be a celebration, not a secret. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then they like immediately make up, which is like nice. We don't like to see mom and dad fighting. <laughs> They're mom and dad now. I mean, practically. Oh, no. But I just don't like when they fight because it usually makes me hate Corey. I know, I know. But uh, yeah, so I I like it best when they're on each other's on each other's side. Um, yeah. She also says that she wants to wear a white dress, and then he goes, "Of course, white." Because and then he's getting another reference in about how they're virgins for the rest of time. Yeah, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like, oh, you can't wear white unless you're a virgin. Yeah, it's like. Go fuck yourself. Then he says so that he's going to be mad at her for 10 more minutes, which I think is fair. Like, give yourself a time on this. 10 <laughs> minutes. That's reasonable. <laughs> yeah, 10 minutes so and that's stupid. it. Then you're done. Um, And then we have, like, more Rachel Jack Eric shenanigans. She's making them a huge breakfast. They come out in, like, boxers. And then they go get dressed in, like, these. Um, It's kind of like. <laughs> It reminds me of uh, like a golf club look because they have those like sweaters over their shoulders. Mm-hmm. What a stupid look. Um, And she's making them French toast. She's like, don't get used to it. Don't get spoiled. They are spoiled already. If you're a new roommate, do not make French toast the first week you're there. And then you're just going to make everybody think that you're going to get French toast. You're the French toast girl. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so she's like, I need to tell you something. She's like, listen, when I met you all, it's in really bad shape, but you two took me in. You rescued me. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so lucky. And then they do this whole like kiss exchange and they're like, oh, we're the ones that are lucky. Come here, you. Uh, and she says, listen, I'm not going to be a bathroom hog, but I do like to start the morning with a bubble bath. And I'm just like, every morning? Like, don't you have like other things to she, do? No, because they're in college. She probably doesn't take. She probably does. Um, her first class is probably like noon every morning. Can you imagine taking a bubble bath every single morning? Rachel is a girl that likes to take care of herself, and her morning ritual is Apparently. taking a bubble bath every single morning. Damn. Yeah. Good for her. It's like, sure. Um. So yeah. And uh, so she's just like, oh, you know, aromatherapy beads and bubbles. And they're all just like, yes, you take those bubble baths. You have to be comfortable living with us. You know what? Go. You go get your bubbles. She's like, I'm so glad my boyfriend left me. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And they're just like, I don't understand why they're so excited about this. They're just like, oh, my God, she's naked in our bathtub. How thrilling. I I don't. I don't. I are boys like this. I. I have no idea. I don't understand it. It does not make sense to me. You're not in the bath with her. Why are you so excited? Is it just the thought of having like this beautiful naked person in the room over for you because they're so thirsty? I guess that's probably what it is. I suppose it's still really weird. Um, <laughs> well, we can never get it, Jessica. Well, I, we'll I don't never we get will, it. No, nope. Um, and so yeah, so they're like, then they do the whole like, "I love you, man. I love you, man." Um, and then we're back at the Matthews, and this is so weird. This is so over the top weird. I don't know. Did you think that them having this like big? 
party. I don't even know what to it's call like it. Like party, party for them waiting. Was weird. I think that it was a nice gesture. Like I think that it was well intentioned, but it wasn't sincere. So it's it is weird yeah. because they threw it because they're like, we better do this. But then in, there's still so much tension and anger still yeah under the surface so yeah it makes it way more awkward um and so yeah so then they go in and everyone's like ah congratulations Blah, so proud of you and then we have morgan with the, again her one line of the episode i've always felt like you were a sister to me now you really are um and then of course eric offers some cheese balls he knows us that's what it is sarah he's like oh these girls love cheese balls here you go let me throw this in the episode oh the orange cheese balls yeah remember of course how can i forget they're such a good snack uh i eventually had to throw them out because it was months and i still wasn't making much of a dent in it because it's a big ass thing in cheese I know. balls. I, I, I got very selfish about the size. I wanted it though. Uh, so yeah, um, everybody is congratulating them and hugging them. And Sean's like, "You look the same. I knew it. You know, it doesn't take a piece of paper to change what always was." Um, and then he goes, Sean, Corey wants to tell Sean that he, they didn't really get married, but Sean just thinks that he's trying to tell them like salacious details. Um, and then every it's speech time. Now everybody has to make a speech. Oh, I can't stand so this. Alan's speech uh, is I want to say that I'm the luckiest man in the world. I have one beautiful wife, a lovely daughter and one wonderful son. And then Eric is offended. And now I have another lovely daughter. Um, and because like Corey's like, I think we should tell them. She's like, no, not now, now. Like I, they're talking about me. Um, then <laughs> it's Feeney's speech. Um, and Feeney says, for 40 years, I've taught young men and women. And I've seen countless love struck children, but I have never seen the love, the loyalty and the fun that I've seen in the two of you, my friends, my dears, Corey and Topanga, which is ironic because. They literally a few months ago had a cheating scandal, but apparently they're still loyal. Um, and then Amy is ready for her thing, uh, her speech, and she goes, um, I've watched these two grow up, um, and here they are now, adults, fresh out of high school, don't know anything about the world at all. And then she, like, gets emotional. And then she turns to Topanga. And this is, like, the mic drop moment of the episode. Why couldn't you have just gone to Yale? This is... I cannot with this. This was, like, the most dramatic part of the entire episode. It truly was. And this is so dumb. Like, I can't believe she said... not. It's dumb and not, like, Amy, girl, why? Like... There's no good. I don't under. It's okay. Mean. Let me it's talk so this mean. through. She says that she loves Topanga like a daughter. It's so mean. I think the thing is, is to me, it's always a bad idea if you're going to blame your child's partner, friend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. You don't have ownership over them. I don't think you have ownership. You don't have responsibility for them. Mm-hmm. And so like blame your own kid who also contributed to all this right like if he got married he got married too not just Topanga and I'm sorry you can't like 
oh, he's a bad influence. Whatever. He's his own person. All this is awful. Like, why couldn't you have gone to Yale? If you truly love Topanga, you definitely should not say that to her. It was it was really, really harsh and uncalled for. And it made Topanga feel like shit because um, she's like, OK, I think I should leave now. And Corey... You know, yeah, of course she thought that, you know, Corey tries to be like, you know, you should stay. It's your wedding reception. And Topanga is like, is, you know, says to Amy, I'm sorry for any pain that I've caused you. But in fact, Amy has caused her pain. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's just like she's apologizing for stuff she doesn't need to be apologizing for. Um, And so she leaves and court now like Amy has gotten exactly what we all knew was going to happen. And it's that Corey is pissed at Amy now instead. And so he says, how could you say that to her? Um, He's like, no, you're sorry. Uh, she says, I'm sorry. And he says, no. So for 15 years, you've been lying to me. She says, no. He says, you've been lying to me about how we, how you feel about us. Um, And Amy says, I want to believe uh, I want what I believe is best for you, which again He's technically like 18 at this point, And so you don't get to decide that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and she says, what's best for us is for you to trust us. I love her. I will always love her. And we didn't even get married because she wanted you to be there. Which, oof. Big ol' oof to Amy. She must have felt like shit. I mean, Amy should. It's true. Mm-hmm. Topanga really wanted Corey's family to be there. I mean probably more so than her own family and this is how and she's the one that stopped the whole wedding and this is how they repay her well they don't know at that point that she stopped the wedding but in actuality that's what happened yep uh so yeah and so then um this is so right then we're back at the apartment and jack and eric have both gotten rachel presents so apparently jack got her a book um, so she has something to read in the bathtub. And Eric is like, ugh, that's cold. I thought you loved me. And he got her a bird, which I feel like is not an appropriate gift for someone that, first of all, you don't even really know. Second of all, I wouldn't give a bird to my roommate, so I have to hear it all the time. <laughs> so you rather the book than the bird. 100%. Someone give me a book over a bird any day. What about you? I do love birds, but... I think that a book is probably a little bit less of a commitment. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense. Um, But of course, it's Eric. So, you know. Um, And so this is when Rachel comes in. They're like, oh, I got you this. She's like, and this Eric says, it reminded me of you because it has bright red feathers and it eats like a bird. It's like, okay. (laughs) Uh, Jack got her a book. Um, and she says, oh, how did you know this was my favorite poet? And I'm like, Rachel does not have a favorite poet. Get out of here. No, I think that she could have a favorite poet, but are you telling me I like, did Jack go into her room and read her diary and find other literature by the poet? Like, how does Jack know? Because Jack definitely doesn't read anything. No, 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 no. Absolutely no way he reads anything. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just calling BS on this whole damn thing. Like, that she even has a favorite poet, that he knows who her favorite poet yeah, is. Yeah, there's something going on here. Yeah, this is some nonsense is what it is. 
Um, and so, yeah. And so then they gave them all the gifts or whatever. And, uh, and so, yeah, then, um, I also don't understand, like, it's, Eric says, can we eat this? And we'll get into the scene later where I'm like, what are we doing on Boy Meets World right now? I, I don't what know. What are we actually doing I don't on know. Boy Meets We don't World? like anything that has, like, sad animal shit. I don't support any. We don't like animal cruelty. What is like this? this? And I, <laughs> you ignored this before, but remember, I had this dream last night about, like, us not being kind to animals on our oh, podcast. Oh, I forgot. Yes, I, I forgot to reply to that. that yeah. Jessica and I are totally pro animals, one hundred and ten percent. And I do not support them eating this bird. No, it's disgusting. Fucked up. I just want to say that. Yeah, if if it needed to be said, we just said it. I swear, I had a dream about we this. We love last animals. Night. I mean, I don't think it's a secret that we're animal lovers. Like, we both have pets. We both talk very. We love animals. We had a whole conversation about Sean having the pig and like it needing a good home and all of that. Yeah. You know, so. Um, but yeah. Anyway, uh, and so we'll get back to that later. Um, and so then we're in Matthew's kitchen again and Amy's pouring coffee. She's like, they're too young to even think about marriage. And Alan says, I understand you don't want him to make a mistake, but he's not our little boy anymore. Amy says, I still lay out his clothes and what she wants to do. And he, she keeps saying she instead of Topanga, which is also infuriating. Um, and this is when we get the whole storyline of like Alan calling her out of like, you're jealous. Like, you don't want some girl taking care of him as because you don't think she'll be able to do it as well as you have. And she's like, they're too young. He's not ready. And then she says, I'm not ready. And it's just like, girl, no, you're off track. Get back on the tracks. You had it right the first time. Like, this is, I don't know. I guess I could see, obviously, there are people out there who do feel like this, right? Who do feel like oh not good enough for my son or not good enough for my daughter or you know whatever but like they should have just kept it simple with the storyline of like they're too young and instead they tried that. to overcomplicate i agree the with narrative. that but i th i think it's because amy typically just doesn't have anything she doesn't have a storyline but when they give her shit they make her the bad always guy. always Constantly. she's the love hater she doesn't support Corey and topanga all this crap but yeah that's typically typically what it is and um i i mean yeah i'm not a huge fan of the whole like my little boy type of thing um you know, once again, for the billionth time, we're not parents, but mm -hmm. I just, I mean, I don't like the overprotective mothers for their little boys because you know that she's not going to do the same sort of shit with Morgan. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most annoying part is it's always just like this very stereotypical kind of creepy, you know, it's just, it's, it never comes off well ever. Um, and so, yeah. And so then we have, so she kind of like realizes like, oh, you know, she's right for Corey. She loves him. She'll take care of him. We'll be happy. Oh, I'm jealous of her. He's like, we still have Eric. And I, I do love Amy being like, oh God. <laughs> you know, it's like, no, we're really doomed. Yep. Doomed for eternity. Um, and so then Jack and Eric are talking because 
uh, Rachel had left the room before when they were talking about giving her these presents. And so they're like, oh, man, like, what are we going to do? Uh, you know, just when she needs friends, you know, we're being jerks about it. So she comes out with this huge suitcase and they think she's trying to move out. And so then they sit her down and they're like, listen, we know we've created sexual tension, but we just want to make sure you know that like we're not going to think about you as. And then Eric says a puff pastry on a Ew. plate. Uh, we're going to think of you more like a person. We won't chase well, after thank you. Thank goodness for that. For thank you. goodness they can treat Rachel as a person. I know. God forbid. It's so hard for them to treat an attractive woman like an actual human being. <laughs> They're revolutionaries. Who would have thought that somebody can treat a hot girl like an actual human being? So ridiculous. I can't. Uh, and so, yeah. So they're like, okay, we agree to this, whatever. And she's just like, oh, well, I love my book and my bird, too. <laughs> I guess my bird. Uh, so stupid. She's like, she fucking hates that bird, but she won't say it. Can you imagine? We're, okay, we'll get to the bird in a second. But, like, Rachel, there's no fucking way Rachel likes this bird. She's just being really nice. I, I mean, like, if I was ready to take a bird on, I would be really happy if somebody got me a bird. But if I never mentioned any sort of thing of a bird, she's a college student. She can't, I can, I, I had a hamster in college. I was barely able to take care of that. Full on bird. Oh no. It's a big commitment. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it is. Uh and so yeah, and so then um she's just like listen, uh, you know, you guys treat me better than my boyfriend ever did. I think it started to scare me. I realized I could easily fall for either one of you. This is what I was saying I earlier. Thought, I feel like she's like in on what she's up to. Oh, because this is when I she... can easily fall in love with both of you. Like, it's a weird thing yeah. to say. It is a very weird thing to say. And then she said, uh, well, so what if I do? Because I can deal with that. And then uh, Eric is just like, oh, no, we guessed wrong. She's like, no, we have to keep this platonic no matter what I'm feeling inside. And so apparently in the suitcase were mementos from her old boyfriend. She was going to burn Weird. them. She seems uh, like she's definitely part of the witches. I don't understand why she even took them when she, <laughs> she, when she was just like, moved out, out. But she took all of his stuff. Yeah, it's so weird. Uh, they're freaks. I can't. Um, and so yeah, so then she's like, "Oh yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna burn these, um, and then we'll start a new relationship." You guys really saved me from myself. You're so the most sensitive, caring man I've ever met. And then the oven timer dings. Gross. And he says the bird is ready, and I'm like, first of all. How much did you drop on this bird just to cook it? I feel like it was a pigeon. Like, I feel like he just stole a pigeon from the outdoors, painted it red. It was a freebie, a free pigeon. Maybe he just caught a, uh, what are red birds? Parrot? A, <laughs> did he steal a parrot? <laughs> I'm so stupid. <laughs> it's a specific bird. Cardinal. A cardinal? That's what I was trying to think of. Like, what's a fucking red cardinal, bird? A robin. But I feel like they'd be hard to catch. But I think, I don't know, maybe he's wiry, you know? He's crazy. He's fucking nuts. Yeah, I can't believe they cooked a bird. Disgusting. Like, first of all, not even to get into the details of it, but like, they really plucked that thing. Ew. Like, get out of here. 
I'm sorry. It's the truth. I, I, anyway, <laughs> we get to Pinga and Corey at the monkey bars because this is their spot. This is their spot. Fucking stupid. Uh, and they're hanging out and, you know, Amy and Alan come over and I love this where Amy immediately is just like, Topanga, can you like come over here and talk to me for a minute? And, and Corey just wants to wait. He's like, I don't want to see her kill mom. Like, (laughs) no, sorry. I don't want to see her kill Topanga. I'd be like, no, Um, you stay away from my wife. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, and so then Amy says, it's really hard for a mother to think that another woman is going to take her place with her little boy. And I'm just like, Amy, you need to fucking Barf. get over it. I can't with this. It's fucking weird. Yeah. It's fucking weird and incestuous weird. and fucking mm-hmm. weird. It's like some uh, Oedipus shit, oh. you know? Gosh. Like oh, my some... gosh. You you really should have went to Harvard. No, Yale. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If we're on this podcast, you have to tell me I should go to Yale. Um, and so then she says, I could never take your place. I just love your little boy, Mrs. Matthews. And this is when Amy's just like, Amy, call me Amy. Do you call your M-I-L, um, by her first name? I I, I don't really call her. I just, I just avoid (laughs) it. I just, I just avoid it. I avoid saying anything. Well, I don't know what to do. I just avoid it. Mm. I feel like most people do. Like, Will doesn't call my parents anything either. Mm, I guess. I don't know. What do you call your fiance's Well, up parents? until like three years ago, I called them Mr. and Mrs. Blank. Right. Uh, and then they asked me to call her by her first name. So I do that now. Oh, so nice. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I just avoid it at all costs because I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. And naturally just an anxious person. Anyway, so then also if you're listening, Will, I'm so sorry. Like if you want me to call your parents something, you could totally just tell me to. Anyway, so then uh, Amy says, if there's going to be another person to take my place, I want it to be you. It's very cute. I actually prefer the Amy and or excuse me, the Alan and Corey um, conversation because Alan says, I'm really proud of you. You stood up for what you believed in and you made your own decision, yeah. which like even if it's a dumb decision, like, yeah, sure. No, I like, like that. Like, I think that he acted like I like that he stood up for Topanga. I like that he, you know, knew what he wanted yeah. to do. And then they made a decision together. That was the right decision for them. So I really do like the fatherly talk between them and ultimately what Corey and Topanga's decision were was. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I do like this. He says, I raised a good man. And Corey says, you calling me a man? He's like, you want to get off that swing and do something about it? And then they hug. And it is like very, very, cute. very nice Corey and Alan moment. Yeah, and so they join the others, and Amy says, we came here to tell you guys we'll always be here for you no matter what you decide, uh, and we don't want to uh, make you feel afraid to come with us with important information, important decisions. Right, which we really applauded them for in the plot, um, in the prom episode, but yes. I guess they kind of messed up a little. Parents are not perfect, yep. so you have good moments, you have bad moments, and then they said, you know, we actually, we made a decision. Um and they're like what's that um yeah and so um he says we've made the most important decision of our lives and uh amy says now that there's going to be a wedding you're going to need this and so she gives topanga this is my mother's engagement ring i'd be honored if you would wear it i want it to stay in the Very family nice. and so she starts putting the ring on topanga's finger and Corey's just like no no <laughs> good for Corey. i don't get to do anything yeah. 
I love this for Corey. And again, he's such a Leo. I really can't. Like, I don't know how I never saw it before, but like to me, everything he does at this point is so obviously <laughs> yeah. Leo. Like, I was not a Leo in in the wedding aspect, and that like I didn't need the big fancy wedding with all of the bells and whistles like that. I didn't really care. But Corey wanting that, Corey wanting to have a participation in his own like proposal, I think it's hilarious. He's like, I didn't get to put the ring on her hand. I didn't get to do nothing. <laughs> uh, and this is when Alan says, "Welcome to marriage," which again, very outdated philosophy, Alan. Um, and so, uh, and Corey's, er, Amy's like, well, we have a whole wedding to plan. And Tamika says, no, we don't. Uh, and I love Amy immediately turning around and smacking Corey. And she, she's like, what did you say no to her? What's the matter with you? <laughs> um, and Corey's like, we made him a decision. We made it together. And Topanga says, we listen to our friends and we listen to our families, but we made our decision on our own. And they've decided. So first of all, he says, I have to take Topanga over here. Topanga, come here. And they move like two inches away. <laughs> this is fucking awkward as fuck. Yeah, I can't. They didn't go far. They, they should have at least like, went hey, on the monkey bars or something. Oh, okay. That is no. I'm not on board with that. It's not at cute. all. No, it's not. It's gaggy. Anyway, uh, so he pulls her aside. He says, "We've been together our entire lives." False. And you know that I love you more than anything in the world. Will you marry me? And so he gives her the ring. Um, and he says, "Woohoo! When's the wedding?" And Corey says, "We're gonna we're gonna get married when we're ready. And when we're when we're ready, you'll be the first to know." And so they, like, look at each other all fondly. This makes sense to me. Like, I still don't think you need to propose, like, then. But if that's what you want to do and just have a long engagement, by all means. I Like, if it's just, like, the symbol of your eternal love, then whatever. But, like, you don't need to get married when you're 18. I will never understand, like, someone who is, like, gung-ho. I got proposed to when I was in college. I said yes, and I had always said I will not get married until I'm finished with college because to me it didn't make sense to, Mm -hmm. like, make my life turbulent in that way. For me, I guess the exception would be – and, again, everyone's free to do whatever they want. They're full-ass grown adults, and they could do whatever they want. But I feel like the exception is, like, health benefits, which is so stupid that that's a thing. But it is a thing if someone has a a health problem and needs – coverage like health coverage for it and you're gonna get married to do that I mean by all means and I feel like the other option the other um reason to do it is like uh, if you're in like the armed forces or something like that like I know that's a thing too where people tend to get married because I, I don't know if there's like a benefit situation or something like that like what the deal is there but I guess those are reasons I could see people getting married young I just don't really see the reason for it anymore because it's not to have sex it's not to live together those things are like perfectly fine to do now without the stigma they used to have uh i will say it, for two people that live in new york and new jersey that's the case oh true okay that's but fair it's different obviously different in other countries and it's very different in other parts in the country but for people that i just grew think up it sh- in- i mean obviously it shouldn't yeah. be but yeah. yeah i think that we're lucky to have that viewpoint in the place that we live yeah I just think like I feel like people are wild if they don't um live together before they get married but that's just me I feel like I would not trust that I would get along with somebody or like know them well enough if I didn't live with them first but regardless 
I mean, Sarah, how do you feel overall about these being like the two part? I really do like these two episodes as um, a two parter. I think that they're, you know, we get into the weeds of it because we're a Boy Meets World podcast and it's our job to overanalyze the episode. But as a person that watches the episodes for the enjoyment of it, I think it's a great two-parter that moves the for, uh, the mm-hmm. story along and it's interesting compelling and we um get to see Corey and Topanga at this new stage of life together as an engaged couple going to their freshman year of college so overall I really like it um you know if we have to analyze every single detail I see a lot of plot holes and issue things I have issue with but um, mm-hmm. you know, just it's just good TV. That's what it is. Yeah, I think like the story. I think I said before, like the Jack, Eric, Rachel stuff is like fine. It's a little weird, and I know it's gonna bother us more when they are like being womanizers and like treating her like you know she's a piece of eye candy, right? Like it's gonna bother us more. It's down. We know what's gonna happen. Um, I almost wished we got a little bit more from Sean and Angela this episode just because they're so heavily invested. This episode, in, like, yeah, we got to see their views on things in the first episode, but not as much yeah. in the second. I think I just would have preferred more of them in the storyline than the Eric, Rachel, Jack stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's like a decent premiere and it is like super dramatic, right? Like poor Amy always gets cast in this villain role, but it is very dramatic. Yeah. Amy, the um, love killer. I always remembered her as Amy, the love Amy killer. The love she hates killer. love. <laughs> she does. She hates it. Um, so yeah, that was, that was our episode. Like it's a pretty dr- dramatic entrance into season six. Um, and next week we're also going to be covering two episodes. We have a lot of double, uh, double ups this season. Like you said, it's like, a these are going to go well together. These episodes. Um, so next week we're covering episodes three and four ain't college great and friendly persuasion. Woohoo. Um, yeah. And, uh, I don't think we're going to be alone either. I think we'll have a, I think we'll have a guest on Sarah. Yeah. Um, Asia, our great friend Asia, friend of the podcast, yes. is going to come back. Friend of the podcast, Asia, will be returning to talk some more Boy Meets World next week. Um, Sarah, what do we have going on? What do we have to plug for the people? Weekly Boy Meets World and Dawson's Creek coverage, as well as uh, bonus content. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for that. And then um, that's all on Shit 90s Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And then over at Post Show Recaps, Jessica and I are going to be covering the penultimate episode of the season two flight attendant this week um, with our friend Ariel. So that will be very nice and fun. And mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for that. And lots of lots of fun and exciting things happening. You can catch me at Sarah Ferguson. How about you, Jess? Yes, you can also find me over at Post Show Recaps. Um, I just finished up coverage of The Wilds, an Amazon Prime video show. Uh, that was with our friend Ariel um, and Grace Leader as well. Also our friend Grace. We love Grace. Um, so go check that out over at Post Show Recaps. We're currently on a little bit of a break from community building, but we're coming back in June, baby. Coming in strong. So go check that out as well. Of course, you can also find me on Twitter at the Jess Sterling. We'll be back at you next week with episodes three and four of season six of Boy Meets World. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next time. Have a good one.
Mid-90s show start me 